0: Hey, welcome to Missouri Loves <laughs> Company. I'm your host, Brock Wilbur, and with me is my co-host...
1: Vivian Kane, the wife. <laughs>
0: wow, we're off to a great start here. Uh, this is our first real episode, and we have a, a guest with us tonight, Godfrey Riddle. Hello. Uh. <laughs> who is not British, weirdly. No. Oh, yes. R- riddle no. me
1: this. How is Godfrey? <laughs>
2: He's doing well. Coming wow. over cold. <laughs> me this am
1: I the first person ever to make that joke?
2: Well, yes. first in this house. Yay! Yes.
1: <laughs> it's our new house. Yes, Yay! It's pretty. This house yeah. is a
0: riddle home. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's been fun. This has been Rayla's company.
0: <laughs> so, welcome to the, the, new, the new listeners <laughs> of the show. Uh, me and Viv just moved here mm-hmm. from Los Angeles. Yeah. Uh, now we live on the state line between Kansas and Missouri. Here in Kansas City. Uh, And we are off to a weird, interesting start because uh, we moved out here to be more political and to take part in things and the first thing that has happened is that there was an election here that we couldn't take part in because uh, we weren't registered soon enough.
1: Because Missouri doesn't have same day voting. Right. Correct.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I have not shared this with you. I'm, I'm now doing a thing every week where I notice things around the neighborhood or political things and I deliberately do not bring them up to Viv so I can bring <laughs> them up on the podcast. Great. I love oh.
1: podcast surprises. So we, we, <laughs> joined, reaction. Yeah. we joined a
0: gym and I went to the gym the morning of the election And I saw a lot of local political ads.
1: Also stop gym bragging.
0: Yeah. I went to the gym once (laughs) like a fucking hero. It's more
1: than
2: me. True. Me too. And, uh,
0: one of the local ads for a state Senator, uh, kept calling out this guy, uh, for uh, the ads uh, were claiming that he was trying to get college scholarships for illegal immigrants, just the, the worst font. And then well,
1: that's the worst thing you can do as a politician. I mean maybe. the second yeah. worst because
0: <laughs> the, what they did then was to be like, He's still with her. That was the Republicans tagged to, to associate a year later that he's somehow affiliated with Hillary Clinton. Like that was their goddamn ad. And I was like, Oh, I, that, that's why I came home. And I was like, can we vote today? Cause I, I, I took a picture and I was like, this person, I have to vote against them. That's Who liter- does this? That's literally the worst <laughs> thing you can
1: say about a, a democratic politician. The worst thing you can say about a Republican politician is that he, uh, you know tries to date 14 year old girls and that's still not enough if this I don't know when this is going to come out but that's been all day today Roy Moore uh, yes yeah. yes on that Vice was just, News if, today if that's not topical anymore when people are listening to it that's just a really weird joke that
0: to yeah, me like, let's to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay for history's sake November uh, 10th November 2017 10th. Yes. <laughs> Republicans lined up today behind a guy to be like look you know who else assaulted children Jesus and we we're like what is yeah weird yeah he's being persecuted like the son of christ and it's yeah. just like what is what is this line in so
1: anthony <laughs> weiner is in prison right now for sexing a teenager and i'm not saying that that's not a thing he should have been taken down for but maybe other people should be held to Similar standards of not going after fourteen-year-olds—it <laughs> just leaves it's me a crazy liberal, right?
0: Yeah. So, have, have you seen the Anthony Weiner documentary?
2: I have not. What's Ooh. it called? Weiner.
1: I knew it. Yeah. Yep. I knew it. You just wanted to make us say Weiner. <laughs> <Yeah, I did. laughs> and it's—it's
0: it's a brutal documentary, mostly because it's just reaction shots of his wife every time they find uh, out something. I new, being love like, her. I'm yeah. So goddamn mad about this, but. We were watching this, and back when it was just him and other consenting adults flirting over Twitter. Oh, that's there, just cute. You and know. and the, yeah. do, the whole documentary is I about want how to be he...
1: his wife, but <laughs> <laughs> it's not a crime; it's just a fetish.
2: Yeah, disgraceful.
1: Yeah, and,
0: <laughs> and so much <laughs> of the documentary is about how he was this like fresh new voice for Democrats, doing really good that. things yeah. for people. Uh, brought down by this, and and when we watched it together, Viv, who is always very sex positive about stuff, was like. You know, normally it takes, like, a decade or, like, generations for us to look back at something and be like, what a crazy, outdated thing. Like, two or three years later, it's already ridiculous that some, like, it's just like, well, that's just what everyone does. And, like, in 10 years, people will be like, how did that bring a guy down? I'm, like, now that yeah. it involves, like, underage kids, that's a different that's story. That's a completely oh, yes, different yes. thing.
1: Yeah. But I am adamant that, like... If he were if he if if we had a more sex positive society, if he could just admit to his wife that this was uh, his thing that he he if it's true that he never cheated, which maybe he did, we don't know, but if he never cheated and he just liked the thrill of sexting, that could have been a completely normal thing. like, yeah, and totally, I think it will yeah. be in ten, twenty years. I wish it didn't have to take that long, but and then it involved children. So never mind. Yeah, that, that all part, of this mm-hmm. is moot. <laughs> Why did he bring this up? Roy Moore.
0: Oh, oh because yeah. yeah, that because like you said, this guy is in jail and uh, and like his career was destroyed over taking weird selfies in his tidy whiteies. Yeah. And then you've got a guy that's accused of what he, this guy's accused of, and people are lining up to be Republicans like, well. are like, well,
1: he just tried to kiss a fourteen year old when he was in his thirties, and now that he's in what his sixties seventies, it doesn't seem like such a big deal. It's a freaking big deal. I
0: there there was a big thread going around today from somebody that was homeschooled who was like. Yeah, in these circles, that's uh, uh, adult men wooing fourteen-year-olds. That's not a thing that people are against. That's still kind of fine in a lot of circles.
1: <laughs> cool. Not all circles. Yep. Not,
0: hmm. not all men. Not, not, not all, all circles.
1: circles.
0: <laughs> oh my god.
1: <laughs> Let's talk about Godfrey. What? Godfrey's So Godfrey
0: amazing. is Godfrey is here as our first guest. I. Uh, uh, this is my plan.
3: <laughs> we
0: we moved here in part because my little sister lives in Kansas City and does amazing cool things. It was she just does. placed mm-hmm. on a uh, thirty under thirty list in the city, uh, and I kind of hope that we never have her on this podcast. <laughs> even though we just have all of her friends on and we talk about her like she's this. Is that oh my hope? god, that'll be perfect. <laughs> well, you never told me that. Like your this hope. <laughs> Cheers, like <Yeah>. girl. <laughs> she exists, but does she? Not not, not Lilith, but oh, on Frasier.
1: Oh, uh, Niles' wife. Yeah, th- yeah. This whole
0: Maris nice. situation where we just talk about Brooke Wilbur, a real name, uh, and, and just, her. she never a comes. The
1: real person. True. Yeah. <laughs> now Tippin. Yeah.
0: <laughs> nay, Nay Tippin. Uh, <laughs> no, so, Nay Wilbur.
1: <laughs> uh, mm, mm. mm,
0: mm. mm. So you guys met in college when you took an experimental dance class together? This is correct.
2: The teacher thought Brooke danced like a hooker.
1: <laughs> well, that's an inappropriate. I, don't say that about, about my Young sister students. in my house. Yes, we laugh Get about this. T- we, right,
2: we laugh about this all the time because we were shimmying across the room, and our teacher came up to Brooke and said, "Maybe not so much shimmy. It's not one of those places."
3: <laughs> oh <laughs> well. Uh,
2: yes, Brooke doesn't like her to this day, understandably.
0: <laughs> who so, who slut shames in experimental dance class? Exactly. That's already yeah. A... So uh,
1: I was. Really Reading a thing about you. So Uh-oh. you are with uh tell me what's what's the Alvin Ailey thing that you yeah. tell me about that.
2: So I'm with Casey Friends of Alvin Ailey's my full-time job, and we're a nonprofit in Kansas City. So there's Alvin Ailey American Dance Theater in New York.
1: Are you still a dancer? No, no, okay. no,
2: no, no. So, I'm in fundraising.
1: Yeah.
0: So
2: I basically You get raise, the
0: money for dance.
2: I beg. I grovel all day. But not like
1: a shimmy hooker. <laughs> uh, some days okay. Stop cool. talking about my sister like this. <laughs> This is so weird. <laughs> even the
0: even the cat is confused. Right, oh, so
1: cute. Cat, we're gonna teach you to talk, and then you'll be a guest. when uh,
0: <laughs> uh, Viv got the cat before we started dating. We'll uh, go back
1: to Alvin Ailey um, and you, but we have to talk about cat. Yeah. And the cat lived in
0: a one in a one room apartment with Viv, yeah. and then Cat moved in with me and a uh, very had tall podcast guests.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh. Yeah, just people coming in and out all the time. It's been a while since she's had to meet new people.
1: Yeah. Hello.
2: Hello, Kitty.
1: So, Alvin Ailey. Oh, yes. Yeah. (laughs) So, we're
2: their second home. They're based in New York. And he came here in the 80s and said, I love Kansas City. This is an amazing town. And he started this youth development nonprofit that uses dance to change kids' lives. Wow. So, that's what we do every day. We reach about 25,000 kids.
1: Wow. So, I I was talking to Brock just before you got here that, like... I don't know, we were like, you know, trying to be professional podcast people. and we got your we hard-hitting well, questions. Well, exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, I was just like, like, what do we talk about? Who is Godfrey? And we were reading about you, and it, I don't know, just tell, I'm interested in, to hear what you have to say about this, but it, reading what you do, it's kind of what I wish all people would do, which is, I <laughs> didn't know if you were still a dancer, but hearing you're not, like, the fact that the groups that you invest in are, like, a dance group. And I want to hear about uh, So... Oh, Rightfully So. Sewn. Rightfully So. Yes, and the, love. the fact that, like, which, talk, talk about that, but, like, uh, you know, a dance group and uh, a group for, like, for women and fashion and just, like, underrepresented women that, like... It sounds like these are not groups that like you immediately identify firsthand with, but they are groups you have dedicated yourself to, which is basically what I wish all humans would do <laughs> all the time. I only
0: volunteer with groups for large men well, and no, large I mean, men uh, problems.
1: Bra-
2: Brock so you work with a lot of Republicans, exactly
1: <laughs> large <laughs> Kansas men. But Brock yes. does that too. Like he used to volunteer back in California with, like, a, a abortion clinic mm-hmm. escorts, and I just, I don't think that many people spend their time volunteering with groups that they don't personally identify with, and personal identification is a great entryway into True. volunteerism Absolutely. and charity work and all of these things, but I don't think that that many people go outside of their own personal identification circles to to find things to dedicate themselves to so i just i don't know yeah. i was that that I think that's really awesome that you do Thank that, you. and also talk about rightfully sewn because that sounds amazing. Oh okay, yeah. I'll keep it short. So startup nonprofit <laughs> no, you don't have to. in talk Kansas forever. City. Oh right. Yeah. So <laughs> it all began in nineteen eighty. Okay, short version. Oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so it's basically a startup nonprofit, two part mission: teaching at risk women seamstress skills so they can go get living wage jobs in the garment industry. And fun fact: Kansas City actually has currently. 80 open positions for seamstresses and that's like the ones that are easy to uncover and they pay a living wage and then secondly we teach um at risk or excuse me we incubate fashion designers so helping them develop all the skills, resources that they need to launch their brands from Kansas City so that we can have another Kate Spade, now Kate Ballantyne.
1: Is she from Kansas City? Yes, she oh. is. Overland
2: Park. Went to K-State for a while and then oh. transferred out to, I believe, FIT. So she's come back. She's actually aware of Rightfully sewn, so has been to our seamstress training program and wants to stay updated and learn more about it. And then Jeremy Scott, who's the head of, I always say it incorrectly, Moschino
1: okay <laughs> yes
2: um i think i got it he's from the kansas know. side <laughs> i know yeah <laughs> it, look at it's a great brand you've surely seen their stuff i just
1: never said it out loud right
2: Mosquito. yeah exactly that's uh. so he's from here he actually came back a year ago um to release his documentary in support of us and um yeah so it's what so is, is that called is that out it is. Tell, talk
1: about that. Talk wow. about
2: that. <laughs> I love I love Viv's new game of new topic. Yes, <laughs> I like it. Excuse me my toes. So I'll have to re- re- recollect what it is about. You just
1: spend all day in the little room in this house on my computer. Talk to me about things. Yes. yes.
0: <laughs> this podcast should, should really be called Cabin Fever. Yeah. What happens. My, <laughs> I haven't
1: left this house in two days. Talk to me about things. Yes. Yeah. Well, 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 what is outside? Out, so. <laughs> so what's Death the documentary? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: right. <laughs> well, this has
1: been Missouri. Company, yes, yeah.
2: <laughs> I will not remember the name, so we'll have to google that okay. post and put it up. But basically, it follows him like his rise through the fashion ranks. He was the creative guy for another fashion house, it was like Calvin Klein or something along those lines. But I've right when they, mm, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, small yeah. name, um, it may not be that one exactly, but I know it was a big one. <laughs> Kevin, um, C- yeah, Keen, 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 yeah. Kevin, Tommy, Calvin Hill Klein. Mosquito. <laughs> yes, I have
0: one joke. <laughs> Oh, he's like, yes, I was, was waiting for you know, the joke.
3: Was, oh, you missed it. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> that was
0: the
2: joke. <laughs> uh, disappointment of ours. Right. <laughs> so... Clever. No. Yeah. No, that was good. That was, yeah. So, basically, it, like, follows him right as he takes over as the creative director of Moschino. And it was just, like, really fortuitous for the documentarians, documenters, whatever. Both. I smart. And, um, yeah.
1: Real films. Yes.
2: (laughs) But it's cool. Like, I think, I do agree that getting involved in things that connect with your core passion, super important. It's
1: a great line in. But it's not the only line in. It
2: is, yeah. and I think, like, I do have a deep connection to Rightfully So, and I was thinking about this in the shower the other day. Huh. Like, so e-
1: where the best thoughts come. It really yeah. <laughs> is. Like,
2: I'm warm, I'm wet, I'm <laughs> lathering.
1: Nothing to do but think and lather. Is this where Kat has never had a thought? Like,
0: she just, we've what? never given her a shower?
1: Cat. Cat needs to go into
0: the shower to have her first thought. She yeah. gives herself constant
1: showers with her own face. Yeah. Nice. Mm, precious showers. So, you were thinking in the shower.
2: Indeed I was. And I thought to myself, oh my God, little like four-year-old Godfrey, maybe six-year-old Godfrey, um, (laughs) I I blend those years together. He used to staple... Oh, you don't have
1: distinct memories from the years four and six. I know.
2: Yeah, Yeah. you know. (laughs) He used to staple, like, cut out paper patterns and staple them onto his stuffed animals because he loved clothes. And I was like, oh, my God. I've always loved women's empowerment and working with marginalized communities because I actually identify more with, I think, the female gender than being a man. You're the Um,
0: most woke six-year-old. Oh, my God. Right.
2: <laughs> now I'm seven. <laughs> <And> <laughs> yeah. So I just I've huh. always wanted to find a way that I could like combine my love for the arts and fashion and like social justice and women's empowerment huh. and like especially in nowadays um, living wage jobs like oh my god don't even get me started but
0: um get started yeah. though yeah. <laughs> you're, you're looking to both of us for prompts that's all we are here Ooh, excellent yeah well,
2: yeah. it's just ridiculous like I, I I, really don't like Republicans it's just <laughs> the world that they're building is kind of crazy because it's like well we want you to go get a job but we don't want to pay you enough so you can actually yep. afford to live but then when you can't afford to live we don't want to give you quote unquote entitlement so that you can pay for food and shelter and all that stuff yep. and I, gonna I was
3: having to explain kids, to Viv that like so.
0: growing up out here like everything I ever heard about social entitlement programs like from my family and from yeah. my church and stuff was this idea that like the problem with our world is that like everyone's just getting all these handouts yeah. and when you're working like two full-time jobs and still need those handouts to get by as Bit an adult and you're like, yeah, that's There's, not... <laughs>
1: is it Calvinism that's a moralism that like meritocracy is a moralism? Is that Calvinism? No? No, no one, group. no one, it's fine. Let's say it is. But my, favorite, uh, my, my Who's like, John Galt? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, a Randism uh, Yeah, I mean the idea, Randy th- baby, <laughs> the idea that like you know people just want handouts, but also it, we can't raise the minimum wage because people that are working. the 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 underlying idea is that if you're working a minimum wage job. You do not like you haven't worked hard enough to not be working that job. This attack so on everyone that
0: works in like fast food as yeah. it has become the default over the it's last. It's a 10 moral years. Yeah. Yeah.
1: argument that like if you work minimum wage, you haven't worked hard enough to not work a minimum wage job. So minimum wage doesn't mean anything because shouldn't that be the minimum? wage for a person that's working a job instead of this moral argument that Precisely. like minimum wage is suddenly somehow the same as being on welfare when like okay let's take that let's not take that to the next level of like well where welfare shouldn't be a moral argument of right. like who deserves what but somehow also like minimum wage has gotten like looped into that it's just the whole like moralism to defend not paying people a living wage is disgusting really it is. especially
0: when we get to the point where they and this is what the last decade has looked like out here for a lot of people i think is uh as a family that grew up worshiping sam walton as a business genius you build i don't Wal- know
1: who the, i'm from california i don't know who oh that is. walmart walmart oh, okay. sam's club Bentonville. <laughs> uh, okay. but they also created the situation
0: <laughs> where walmart employees can only afford to shop at walmart they have a 10 discount yep so they can't go anywhere else so they're forced to pay their profits back in. It's company store. Yeah.
1: It's old gold mining company store stuff.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I think the great
2: irony is that if you look at it from the perspective of those who are at the top... Who make their money off the backs of the middle class? Ironically, mm-hmm. it's like if you allowed people to get into the middle class and had a growing and constantly prosperous middle class, you would ultimately make more money. So it benefits you to make those strategic investments that allow people to rise up, yeah. so you rise even further. But
1: you, but as long as people rise up and like the middle class is created, then we can keep rising. Like who actually benefits up out of that, up yeah. above it? So yeah, yeah. So Uh. it's
2: like in a perfect world, we would redistribute that wealth down and then just kind of like cap them.
0: Like uh, a trickle hmm. up economics.
1: Yeah. Yes,
2: huh. yes, it is. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I feel like we need to edit
1: this economic. I, I do uh, pop culture and I do politics. I feel like we need to edit this. Economic oh, you've had wine all day. You can
0: talk about economics. I feel like
1: we need to edit the economics <laughs> conversation so that I sound smarter than mm, I do right do now. That can we to do me that?
0: Too.
1: Or is Terrence editing this? Terrence, edit hey, me smarter. Terrence, <laughs> make
0: Viv <laughs> louder in the last section. No, Moving on. <laughs> And so, Godfrey, you were on this yes. 30 under 30 list yes. as well. Yeah. Uh, and we, we just went to a celebration together where I uh, my sister uh, was on honeymoon, so I wore her name tag and that got us drink tickets it did which I didn't have to do anything you under thought you were going to have to make
3: a speech <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did think God. I was
0: supposed to, I, I was writing a speech and she was like oh you are not talking no, I was like okay stop. good stop <laughs> he was going to anyway I wrote so Who many did? nice things right. about my sister that she'll never hear and she'll never be on this show instead <laughs> we
1: <laughs> just kind of heckled a little from the back all nah, nah. through the night it was, yeah. it was good though <laughs> thank you <laughs> thank you <laughs> I don't remember what I said but I remember I felt funny <laughs>
0: That that is the summary. I think I should share with people. Right. I
1: wear that on a T-shirt. Aww. Oh yeah. No.
0: It's, you just have two sleeves, that's, and that's on both of them? No, that's I my sleeve it.
1: tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> full, fabulous. Full arm. I'll go in on you with yeah. that. <laughs> Cheers. Thanks.
0: So your 30 Under 30 award was given for your work with this group, or for your collective work, or just for like how just pretty you are? for being really I awesome think
1: it, and under 30 at the same time. Right, Which exactly. there's a time limit on that. Just
2: huh? so I yeah. know, I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Weird, I'm turning 28 again. <laughs> yeah it was really the collective work so they were looking for people who were involved in the community and trying to make a difference or were they described as visionaries which i'm still struggling to identify with no i'm not quite there
3: the one thing i can't see is
0: my visionary status oh right right oh
2: oh, oh, that's good (laughs) i am so using that (laughs) official tagline (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so it's just it's an honor to be recognized for the work that you're doing, um, because for me, it's just like I'm honestly following my heart and trying to get deeper back to who I was as a child, and those things that I loved as a child bring me the most joy today. So fashion, the arts, um, and being involved with others in the city and volunteering, that's what I love. That's
0: what awesome. brought you to KC? Mm,
2: birth. Oh, yeah, you're you from here, here, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I grew up in Olathe, so we're still on the Missouri side, but we can almost spit to Kansas. Do. Spit uh, on them all right? the time. Yeah, spit on Olathe. Yeah. What
0: super, uh, what <laughs> mega church did you come up in? <laughs>
2: oh my God. so my I wanted mom, to call it super church. Now exactly. that's my... Exactly. <laughs> my mom actually, she's Baptist, Southern Baptist, and we went to really tiny churches. Mm. Like the last one I remember going to, I'm an atheist, but I went because, you know, it made her happy. <laughs> and the tiniest one we went to was in the basement of a hotel and there were like
0: 20 of us oh. yeah you weren't at mid-american nazarene <laughs> well you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> i know not. i know my olathe mega churches wow. <laughs> like I, I know right <laughs> <laughs> so, that and like church of the resurrection yeah when
1: when did you know you were an atheist
2: Ooh, i think i well you know i I found out what the term was when I was 13.
0: In the basement of a hotel, please.
2: Yeah. <laughs> right? I was like, oh my God. I and
1: you're like, mm, I do not, not feel God in either. this chilies yeah. tonight. <laughs>
2: I know. I, I really don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And it's, yeah. I was asking my... Because I went to Bible study, too, because it was cool. Like, uh-huh. all my friends went, and I was like,
1: "Yeah, oh, I want to hang out. I went to a couple youth groups <laughs> as a kid, and I was like, hey, there are cool kids here. I exactly. don't care <laughs> about anything they're talking about. Literally.
2: And I'm just like, mm.
1: Like, if I'd met those kids at, like, film class or something, we would have been <laughs> best friends. Absolutely.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like, film, photography, theater, still be with them yeah my,
0: my friend Alec that I do uh, uh, KCLW's uh, vinyl show with uh, back in L.A., my radio buddy. Oh,
1: yeah. I was like, uh, K, KC is Kansas City. I'm like, what is the LW? L- w- like, That's the radio station. Yeah. KXLU.
0: Uh, so he was talking about uh, the other night uh, when we were hanging out, uh was like, yeah, I came up the church near where we went to school, kept getting the coolest kid from each grade yeah. indoctrinated in the church. And what that kid would do is God. they'd come to our grade school and they would hand out those fake thousand dollar or million dollar bills that like. Looked like money, and on the back it was like the real salvation is in the kingdom of God. Oh, and so. and he's like, and the and like they just stand there all day handing it out, and every week it was a different cool kid that they definitely they were just paying them under the table. and I was like, oh, yeah. sorry,
1: in thousand thousand dollar bills. Well, he's <laughs> like, he's like kids would take
0: them and like walk away, but the kids would sit there and do it like all day. And I was like, I'm sorry, if somebody handed me money right now and it turned out to be fake money, I would punch them in the face. And I don't think that like grade uh, school Doc, kids, I don't
1: think you understand God. Right. <laughs> oh.
0: Well. That's been Missouri loves company. So just I, stop just, doing I just I just love show. that idea yeah. that like uh, that, that that kid could just keep going all day like a kid you can only go like 2 seconds away from where that kid is and look and go like oh come on but no one ever turned around or said anything or like stop doing this. Right. Everyone just went on with their day as like, well, I got played.
1: They're that <laughs> cool. <laughs> no,
3: that's true. Also, oh,
1: Jesus. So, so you found out what the term was at thirteen. Yeah, that and was you were like, like, "Oh, that's always been me." Exactly, because I'd ask my
2: mom questions. I'm like, "This doesn't seem right. Like, a man lived <laughs> in a well." They put all the animals on an ark and then what? <laughs> that just ain't right. And yeah, and then I figure it out because my best friend's dad is agnostic, and I was like, oh, what's that? Google. And yeah. then oh, this one's. When and Google you were like, okay, fresh. but
1: like, be more forceful. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> make I'm a like, make a fucking decision, Dad. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like really, <laughs>
2: really. I do think the great irony is that I am a bit superstitious. Like I don't split poles. I don't do that, and it's kind of fun for me more than wait leaving. split
1: poles like walking around oh pole? yeah so okay. if you're in a group
2: uh-huh. of two or more and you split a pole, it's supposedly bad luck. bread
1: and butter i don't know that's yeah. what we always what? said yeah oh
2: hmm. what it is happening <laughs> we're having
1: a conversation brock oh my god
2: question do either of you eat cinnamon rolls
0: with your chili
1: um <laughs> i i'm gluten intolerant
0: also so i wouldn't <laughs> Uh, excuse really? me, we're having a conversation, Brock.
1: Wait, is that code? Are you making fun of me?
2: No, it's <laughs> a Kansas thing I found out. No, that's Because I grew up doing that, and no one else does.
1: Like, do you dunk? <laughs> yes,
2: <laughs> you dunk. But what's really good is when you I take a bite of chili. I don't know how we got from
1: Jesus to cinnamon rolls, but also, neither makes sense to me. Oh, so, I, I guess, mean, it, I guess the it's The body time. of
0: Christ. Uh, <laughs> yes. No, the, yes.
1: Both of these things make equal sense to me. And mm, the, except it's one's none. delicious
2: and makes you happy, so...
1: Okay. I, I just yeah.
0: appreciate that you were like you yeah. and Godfrey <laughs> are talking about a thing and then it's just Godfrey by himself. Uh oh. <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: This is a Kansas thing? Yeah. <laughs> you do you but you dunk the You
2: dunk somewhere? or I Sir this is a Missouri
0: podcast. Stop it. Stop it. That's
1: gross.
2: <laughs> it's, it's so good. Well if you like sweet and savory, you'll I die. mean uh,
1: I guess is is it like I don't know, like French fries and a milkshake is one oh, thing, but yeah. that sounds... That's
2: California. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Which it's, is so Oh, delicious. okay, it's
1: the <laughs> Kansas version of, of French fries and milkshakes. It's bad. Okay. Yeah, I
2: get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone's got that combo. It's
0: and bad. that's how it. he became an atheist. <laughs> it's true. One day at Wendy's. <laughs> it's true.
1: So, uh, <laughs> getting back to you and being great and your 30 under 30 thing, so... Everything that you're doing sounds so fantastic, and I love that. I love that people like you and people that are just like doing great things are being celebrated. So, I don't know. I feel like we need to talk about like where where you go from here, both you and like where you're staring at me with such wide eyes. Like I'm putting you on the spot. Like you have to uh, define Kansas City to me. Like explain oh. where it's going. No, not really. But like, I don't know what's next for you, and where do you see this city that's celebrating such great young people doing such great things, like, I don't know, what are you hopeful about in this city? Like, where do you see yourself and the city going?
0: That's
2: a really
1: is that a weird, That's question. Like, yeah, that's really far-reaching. Where is like,
0: Kansas City and how are you Kansas City and well, you like, as Kansas No, No, yes. <laughs> she, she posed a good question. Okay, you're right. First, you're, first, you're good. You did first, well.
1: First of all, Tell us about you. What are you doing, like, next? Like, where, what are your Mm. goal? Where are you looking next? What should we know about you?
2: I think, like, I think my personal mission statement, uh, I'm, like, I'm willing to go anywhere. My goal is to just build a, a city where everyone has what they need to reach their limitless potential. So if that's rightfully sown, if it's Casey, friends of Alvin Ailey, if it was where I used to work, I'll do it. And I want to be able to bring traditionally marginalized people along with me. So I love going into essentially a room, figuring out what they're trying to do, how I can contribute, and then figuring out who's missing and bringing those people to the party. That's that's it, what I love. It sounds,
1: like you, it sounds like you need to be like, a citywide consultant. Ooh. Yeah. Everyone mm-hmm. hire Godfrey. Please. Literally everyone. Like,
0: Available like, like at sh- godfreyriddle.com.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: like a shepherd dog, it sounds like your big thing is, like, you want to herd people. Yes. You want to yeah. help people find what they're missing, but also bring in the people... That yeah, are, are needed f- for things. And that, yeah, That's Absolutely. needed in like
1: literally every industry and community. Right. So, yeah. That's amazing. And, and people
0: don't it's... know what their matchup point is. Like that's a really cool thrust. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, I love
1: it. I mean, Kansas City. We were drawn here because I keep telling people that, like, you know, we moved here from from LA. I don't know if I don't know if you guys heard. We're from LA. <laughs> oh, but like,
2: where's that to okay? No. Like, every,
1: <laughs> both I don't people get out here and people there, basically, like. They asked us why, like why we're moving, which sounds like an insulting question based on how much we love this city. I, I spent, what, three, four days here on our honeymoon last year, and I fucking fell in love with the city. Mm-hmm. Um, And I keep telling people, Brock has gotten tired, I'm sure, of hearing me say that I am positive the Kansas City is the next Austin. It's oh, the yeah. next liberal oasis in a red state that's, like, super, not just, like, uh, politically liberal, but but culturally active. Mm-hmm. And the film, like, industry here, like or the film, like, society here is amazing. Like, this is just an amazing city. Um, but it's also not... a battleground,
0: because I sat in a restaurant today where... A bunch of dudes walked in and talked about yeah. how every woman that they saw on Facebook posting hashtag me too was fat.
1: Yeah. And I was like, okay, so a to fight that, to be had. You also used to get that in LA. But <laughs>
0: wow. you know what? That's not wrong. Your go-to <laughs> restaurant
1: in LA, they started to kick you out of, or at least like change the channel off of CNN when you I, walked in. I oh,
0: stop. I, I, yeah. There was a little mm-hmm. diner in our neighborhood that... Just a normal place. Uh, They had uh, TVs back behind the bar. Brock and
1: I both work from home, which in a one-bedroom apartment, Brock would go other places to work (laughs) than Especially when we're both writing
0: about politics all day and it would take something. So uh, Mm -hmm. on the day that Trump was doing his press conference about how there were good people on both sides in Mm -hmm. Charlottesville, uh, I was sitting at this diner Mm -hmm. and uh, a guy leaned over as I'm just... Shaking, and there's a shock well, in like you also
1: bit. look like the sort of guy that anyone can just be like, you're on my side, right? Oh,
0: <laughs> m- m- me, a big white guy in overalls, <laughs> <Yeah>. talking <laughs> about the farm. Uh, Were
1: you wearing a KU jersey at the time? Front- Probably, oh, like, yeah. yeah. Thank you, Lord. yeah. Uh, this
0: guy leans over and is like, can you believe these criminals are tearing down these statues? And I look over, and the guy's got a a Make America Great Again hat on, which I'd never seen in our liberal oasis of Los Angeles. I was just like, I've just never seen one in the city. And the fact that this guy leaned over and was like, yeah, you're definitely on my team, right? And uh, we had sort of a fight, uh, an exchange of words, and we were both kicked out. And this is a place I went to eat every single day. So, like, I I called Viv from outside. I was like, I want to go back and pay my tab. And she's like, go back tomorrow or in a couple of days. Like, not right now. So I... I kept going there uh, after a few days. I I went back. But every day uh, when something would happen on CNN, they would just change the channel to tennis Tennis? every day. So I kept calling it like I'm getting the tennis treatment right now. It just kept happening. And it (laughs) went on for weeks until there was another Trump press conference Mm. and another piece of shit dude went up sitting next to me. And he started talking about like, you know, Trump's done more for the Mexicans than Obama ever did. And somebody came out from the kitchen Mm -hmm. to debate him. And I was like, it wasn't me. No one's getting the tennis treatment today because I didn't have to do this.
1: (laughs) But so that was just to say that this happens in in LA too. But Mm. what I was saying was that like, I, I am very, I have been very defensive of this city since we decided to move here. Right. Having only spent a few days here. And now that I live here, I feel like I was right in defending it in this way That like it, I don't know, I do feel like this could be the next Austin, Chicago, like any, any place that like people think of like the coastal elites would feel comfortable here. (laughs) I feel comfortable here and you're from here I don't know what my question is exactly. Like, uh, what do you think? What do you think? You're looking for
2: validation. No I, <laughs> no, I, I'm, just I'm not. I feel that
1: va- I it, validate myself. Is
0: there an art here? Has this but, always been a cool place? Do you see this story? Well,
1: what I'm asking is like, um, you've you've grown up here. Also, yes, validate me, please. Um, <laughs> oh god! <laughs> but like, you grew up here, and it doesn't sound like you want to leave here. Like, hmm. what? I don't know. Just what do you see as the future of this city? And if it does get invaded in the Austin way of like Portland, Austin, like if everyone from LA moves here, is that a good thing or a bad thing? I mean, you don't have to have all the answers. I'm just wondering, like, what do you see as you, I asked what the future of you is. Mm -hmm. What do you see about the future of Kansas City? Like, Yeah.
2: I think we're absolutely headed in that direction. When you talk to a lot of, like, the leadership who are currently making those decisions, so Mayor Sly James, Joe Reardon at the KC Chamber.
1: Oh, we just passed the, we, just, we couldn't vote, but we just passed the the airport. Yeah thing. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. So like a world-class city needs a world-class airport yeah. and that's the direction we're going. So everyone says, actually, Megan Krigger who is the director of arts and cultural services for the city, is from Austin, moved to yeah. Austin in the 90s when they were going through the same renaissance right. we're going through and constantly says, man, feels a lot like Austin in the 90s huh. or early 2000s, whatever Validated. Was. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and we're like constantly on top 10 list. Thank you. And yeah. it it's, you're welcome. So I do think <laughs> that we're headed in that direction. And it's a, a double-edged sword. I think that there are obviously a lot of benefits. Like the more people you attract, the more tax revenue you bring in, the more you yeah. have to invest in the city.
1: Austin has definitely had some problems because they haven't upgraded. Uh, I mean, the only times I've been there have been for South by Southwest. Oh, I want to go. Which, it's great, but, but. You, <laughs> I, I would never want to drive there. But I've also heard from my friends who live there that it is not great, uh, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? The, um, infrastructure-wise, uh, I thought of a word. (laughs) Um, because, like, in (laughs) South by Southwest, all these people invade it, but apparently the rest of the year also, they have not updated the roads or the housing to accommodate all the people that come, think it's awesome, and then stay. And so I know that Kansas City Mm -hmm. might face... Similar things. We love being able to drive places, not face LA traffic. Oh and God, yeah. Kansas City it might has been eventually. It's been a bewildering thing to yeah. look at my it...
0: GPS and to not have the the amount of time go up and up the entire time. In fact, yeah. sometimes it goes <laughs> yeah. down. I've just I haven't seen that in ten years. Yeah. It's never happened. So it's, Kansas it's City crazy. might
1: face instru- infrastructure problems also, but to be completely honest, like. I don't know. That's not our <laughs> wheelhouse. So that's not what we're talking about. We're talking more about social advancement. I'll talk so, about it. Good. Oh, Dude, right. Do you know about roads? A little. Little. I study public
0: management. Godfrey has a minor in uh, roundabouts. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> um, I actually went to school for
2: public administration, so oh, wow. I nerd out a little bit. Like, I know enough so to be dangerous. So you're staying
1: here. You're never leaving Kansas Basically. City.
2: Basically, great. Yeah, and we are Alvin like,
1: Ailey – women's fashion and roundabouts.
2: Exactly. You're
1: the city. I do it all. Godfrey for mayor. <laughs> Thanks. I give great
2: hugs.
1: Um, In
0: Godfrey we trust.
1: Yes. Godfrey we trust.
0: Oh, I there's a "we" in there. Okay.
1: Um. So talk about roundabouts. (laughs) Oh yeah.
0: (laughs) We clearly
2: need more. We need more. Yeah, but I think it's great that Mayor James and Troy Schulte, the city Mm -hmm. manager, are completely aware of that, and they're upgrading the infrastructure slowly and are passing like bond issues to allow for revenue and the resources to make these updates. There's a long way to go because mm-hmm. there was so much disinvestment for a number of years. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're aware of it, and it's getting better. And I think, like, the airport is an example of a, a high visibility infrastructure upgrade. Yeah. But we're updating our sewer systems. We're getting new roads. Um, the boring upgrade- stuff. Yeah. The Talk bo- about the
1: skies. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly.
2: <laughs> All this stuff that, you know, like, matters, but you don't really care about until you, like, run into a pothole and dent your, like, rims. So, yeah. Yeah, but it's good. It's awesome. I think I think one thing that I'm really concerned about, um, historically, Troost has been a pretty deep divide for this city. So um, it's like a red line historically. And I live on 77th Terrace in Troost. And it's hard for me because... I'm sorry,
1: I- we're so new. Troost is a street?
2: Oh, yes. Truce okay. is a street. Um, we're yes. so
1: naive and new. Oh, no, you're fine. Yeah. It runs
2: all the way along Kansas City's east side. So if you live... What is
0: Kansas City? <laughs> yes.
1: Well, it's a, a small...
0: New Austin. <laughs> exactly.
2: So,
1: okay, so the, mm. it's a street. Yes,
2: and if you live east... Ignore Brock's joke. Oh, like, you're Tell fine. me about the actual things. <laughs> if yeah. you live east of Truce... Um, Traditionally, that's where African Americans live because it was the only place they could get loans to buy a home. Um, and, yeah. So, then if you live, like, west of truce they're, like, traditionally nicer areas. Like, if you pull up Realtor.com and go down to 75th and Troost, and I've done this.
1: Where is Tro- this uh, Edit this out because this is boring for anyone that doesn't know it. But where nope. is truce like, in relation to here? Is it east or west? Oh, it's,
2: it's um, east. Okay. So, it's that way. Okay, And if you look.
0: Edit point. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> oh well, yes. Everyone, like, look,
2: I'm pointing. Godfrey literally okay. pointed. Never <laughs> mind. It Leave pointing. this in. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it's like if you look at Realtor.com, mm-hmm. literally houses on the west side of Truce are fifty to seventy five to sometimes a hundred thousand okay. dollars yeah. more than houses on the other side, and they're literally the same.
1: House. I I became a pretty upset. I can't remember if we talked about this on the last one. Like I really feel like I got to know at least the geography of the city before we moved here. Because I became pretty <laughs> obsessed with, like, Google Street Map. Like, yes. Google Street She views. was just
0: taking walks around our yeah. neighborhood oh for hours God. on end. Like, so when she got here, she knew everything. Yeah. And I was like, what is this whole collection yeah. of bars? She's like, I've walked past this every morning. Yeah. Like, yeah. Up
1: in River Market, especially. Like, oh I God, saw yes. this. I don't know if it was that street. Like, I saw the street where suddenly, house, like, houses, apartments were a lot cheaper. It was, mm. like, a two-block thing. Um yeah, so yeah. okay, that's that's good to know. we're we're so naive and new. Like we are really, we have like big ideas about the city, but we we need to get to know the the actual realities of yeah. the city down to the streets that divide it.
2: And PBS or excuse me, our PBS affiliate did a really <laughs> great story on True and mm. that history. It's like a super short doc. The kid I went to high school with actually did it. Wow. Um. so proud of him. Do but you
1: know what it's called?
2: I cannot think of it off the top of my head.
0: You love documentaries, and you love not remembering the names I of documentaries. Do. <laughs> That's
1: fine. I, I, I try
2: to remember the content, um, <laughs> yeah, but even I fail at that. Well, I will look it up
1: and watch it. Yes. And... N- probably also not remember the name of it because I don't do warm either,
0: right? up her song yeah. over here
2: <laughs> right we'll, we'll put it in the uh, the notes yeah and uh, yeah but edit point exactly <laughs> that's the name of the podcast yeah. now. edit point <laughs> it's dear Terrence so good. <laughs> it's so good because it is educational but my concern is like we're like in Austin property yeah. taxes are rising people are moving into neighborhoods that were yeah. traditionally blighted I just did that and I have mixed feelings about it because it's like obviously you want people to buy homes that's mm-hmm. how you build your Wealth, but you also don't want to push people out by like raising the property. Is yeah. exactly your yeah. fear that when... you're black
0: but also gentrifying the neighborhood? It's yeah, <laughs> it's, it, it, it's
2: yeah. Ter- and when there's it, artists across the street from me. I'm gay, yeah, it's <laughs> it's happening.
1: We when we moved here, I I really i am so happy with the neighborhood we ended up in, but I was really looking at the west side oh uh, my God, yes. because I compared it to in LA, it's comparable to Eagle. Eagle Rock or Highland Park, both Ooh. of which are super cool neighborhoods, which are famous for being currently like super gentrified. And I'm like, they have super culture. And also we can kind of afford them, but they're becoming much more expensive. And I'm like, these are very problematic neighborhoods to move into. But they seem so cool. And- we'll go there
0: and we'll make a fence out of reclaimed wood. Oh, and that's yes. how everyone will know well, that things uh, are a-changing. The cool, yes. thing, <laughs> like the cool thing
1: that we probably were going to move into in the West Side is they there was this shut down giant school that they turned oh, into apartment buildings. Yes,
2: they're like the Schweitzer buildings. It
1: looks so cool. They
0: are
2: awesome. And so
0: haunted, let's all agree. Well,
1: haunted with the ghosts of gentrification. Yes. Uh, oh, little white children? Oh, that's fine. No,
0: nope,
1: nope, that's not what that means. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, so we we've driven through there a few times to get to other places <laughs> that's in the not city. What that means. Yeah.
3: <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yep,
0: that's yep.
1: not who dies in gentrification, babe. Uh, <laughs> that's why we call it gentle. gentle nope.
0: frica- oh no! Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, oh, oh. <laughs>
1: yeah, we've driven through the neighborhood a few times. But we still haven't. We still haven't gone to like go to all the restaurants. I was really excited mm-hmm, to be near. Yummies. but it's just yeah. I'm really happy with where we ended up. We're in a very like y neighborhood, but uh, it. Just, yeah, getting to know the city through Google Maps was a weird way to become very, very familiar with the city. (laughs) And I was, I could see gentrification through Google Street View. It was very weird. She would would
0: point it out. Like, look, there's the line here. You can see the line. (laughs) like, look at the differences
1: between Zillow prices in this neighborhood and the occasional guy that puts his old apartment up on Craigslist. (laughs) Like, Like, it's real weird. Uh Yeah, so that's, we're getting to know the city. We know that we don't know everything or even many things here yet. But like, that's a big reason why we want to do this podcast, like not just talk about what we're doing and how we want to be political, but like, we really want to get to know the city. Uh,
0: what do we need to know about the city?
1: Tell us everything oh, right God. now. This is the only time we're going to ask. You have two minutes left, <laughs> yeah. so just cram
0: it all in. <laughs> and that's it. Um,
2: yeah, I would say, I would say, well, I'll say what I said in my article. Get involved. Yeah. I think yeah. one thing that's really great about Kansas City, and I'm biased, obviously grew up here, is that everyone's approachable. You can reach out to the mayor mm. and maybe go get coffee with him or mm. see him out and about and he'll talk to you.
1: Will you come so, to our podcast?
2: you know you can ask <laughs> he actually may um he's a really may, cool guy <laughs> yeah, yes kind of, we're both very funny yeah <laughs> so i would just say like i love that fact like i remember when i was younger and i was getting my start after moving i lived in phoenix for a while loved the weather i moved back <laughs> and i was like hmm what's my life going to be like so i would just ask random people out to coffee like ceos hmm. of stuff and people i admire and they would say yes and I think that's really unique that everyone here is willing to give you the time of day and and help you be successful.
0: Here's here's the bigger question: How do you talk to strangers? Neither of us know how to do. Yeah, that. What, what's what your opening this? line? <laughs>
2: <laughs> All the things that came to mind were creepy. Okay,
1: cool. <laughs> so
2: maybe that's why I'm not good at dating. But um, <laughs> I would like to gentrify
0: this conversation. <laughs>
2: right. <laughs> um That's a really good question. I just kind of like ask people what they're doing. Like, what are you guys looking forward to doing?
0: Oh wow, it worked ready? on me already.
1: I want
2: to buy you coffee.
1: <laughs> we need to turn the right. tables. So... <laughs> yeah, I mean, both of us we've we've talked about this that uh, a big hurdle for both of us is getting over our just talking about it because we both talk about a lot of things. I I mean, my entire job is writing about everything that's wrong with the world um the uh <laughs> yeah. but getting involved like like i said brock used to volunteer with a number of groups out in la i talk more than i do and i really want to get over that here so we both want to find our groups to volunteer with but we also want to do more than just like contributing hours to a thing mm. we want to get involved and we don't know if that's running for political office or supporting those running for political office or or writing on a local level and acting on a local level or what but like we both we both want to find the things that we're doing here specifically that are different than the things that we were doing in LA that we could have been doing anywhere which gave us the privilege to move here if that mm. makes sense because yeah because we both work from home which means we work on like sort of a universal level but that's not <laughs> enough to support <clears throat> us politically here we need to do things that are specific
0: it was impossible to, to, to do local work in Los Angeles because there is no sense of locality.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. it's
0: it's eighteen miles of city. No one gives a shit about anything. Yeah. So to be But here, for yeah. those
1: from Kansas or Missouri, that does not mean eighteen minutes. <laughs> From city end to city end. We were just talking about that today. It's, yeah, growing yeah. up when when a Eight- mile
0: is one minute of driving, that never sat Eight- well with 18 me. 18 miles of L.A. doesn't
1: sound like a lot. It's basically like a the day. size of Texas, yeah. Wow, wow. <laughs> uh, so, yeah.
2: Well, that's, that's interesting. I mean, and I think this podcast is the first step in obviously discovering where you're going to plug in. Yeah. So, well,
0: oh, no, oh, no. we're, we're stopping now. We're oh. just going to do everything you tell us to do. and yeah. then well, we're Well,
2: donate to you're my organization. You're our
1: only guest. And now it's just going to be us going off of what you said. Oh, great.
0: Do you, oh. do you remember when he said that one thing? And then we were like, that's funny. But then we did jokes over it. But then, like, we should go do that.
1: Yeah, that's what we do now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this <Yeah>. has been <laughs> a very <less> nice company. <laughs> no, so uh, what, what are your organizations? Where can people donate? Yeah. Where can they follow you?
2: So, Casey Friends of Alvin Ailey, kcfaa.org slash donate, and then also rightfully sown.org, again, slash support. (laughs) So, they are awesome organizations, always doing fun events. Casey Friends of Alvin Ailey and Rightfully Sown are both extremely diverse. And that's one thing that being a man of color, a gay man of color in Kansas City, that I appreciate. Um, So, I think fostering areas where we can have more diversity outside of those. Groups that are very specifically targeted towards diverse communities mm. is important. I just don't, yeah, you know. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I want I want to talk about diversity. So tired. Trump's America horrible. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's what we had you
0: on to talk about. Oh God,
2: <laughs> I failed. Yeah, but I think politics is super exciting. Like I used to work at the mm-hmm. state house on the Kansas side. Call me a what? buffoon. Um, I was a legislative intern. So, yeah, back You're when a I was You're a buffoon. Bright-eyed. Exactly.
1: <laughs> <What>? <laughs> he said to call him that. Right. Okay.
2: <laughs> uh, I was with... I'm sorry, um... we're
1: all buffoons. <laughs> <laughs>
2: right. I was with one of three Democrats in the House. Wow. Um, okay, there were actually like 40, but still it felt like three. Yeah. Because <laughs> whatever vote you made doesn't really matter. Um, so, but it was cool. Very eye-opening. Really, I think that's what's... I think shape my view that politics is something you can easily get involved in if you just yeah. try. Like, it's such a small city here and such a small community that you can just go yeah. reach out and be like, I'm in your district. I'm going to volunteer for you. And you're going to take it.
1: That's uh, one of our our favorite podcasts, which is now our favorite podcast network, Crooked Media, Pod Save America is like one of our favorite podcasts and they do frequent Q&As and the most frequent question is like, well, what can I do? And the only answer they ever give is volunteer, volunteer on a campaign. Like it doesn't have to be Mm -hmm. your career, but like it is the best way to get involved. Volunteer on any campaign of any level, city. City council, state, oh, yeah. national, anything, just volunteer. So Absolutely. that's awesome that you did that. And there are I tons did that of once boards. in college, ever on a mayoral <laughs> campaign. It's the only time I volunteered. And I'm a super hypocrite for it because I am constantly telling people to get involved and I don't do it. Because you
2: know what you're not missing.
1: Exactly.
2: <laughs> no, no. But I mean, I do miss having all those hot meals from the lobbyists. But <laughs> <laughs> literally, you could eat like three square meals you a just day. Just eat
1: a million gun meals. Absolutely. Just on those cigarette dollars. Yes, I mean, <laughs>
2: key is that the farmers, anything to do with farmers or agriculture, they always have the best meals. Um, so go to those. Support
1: these cows. That's, exactly. I'm sorry, that's You're them right now
2: <laughs> yeah so i would say like and there's boards and commissions that's one thing that's eye-opening for me oh yeah like i would say that that's a really easy way to get involved because it's super structured and usually has a limited term and like there's always vacancies because no one thinks to go serve on like the arts commission or something like that that one's actually
0: so hot. so having worked in mm-hmm. in uh kansas government you must have some Chris Kobach feelings.
2: Oh, he's a—he's an interesting man. So Who's for
0: that? the uh, so what? Chris Kobach is running know. for governor uh, of Kansas next year, uh, and he is uh, currently working in the Trump administration mm-hmm. as his sort of head of voter suppression. Uh, yep. and he will be a person it's that a you cool might remember—a uh, <laughs> guy that he's the protecting f- the vote. The <laughs> first day, uh, sort of in office, uh, Trump took a picture with this guy where he had a notebook yes. under his arm yes. with all of his documents exposed and they're in the picture and you could zoom in and read about their plan to suppress voters. Oh, that no. guy. So I, I looked him up just to make sure I had the name, right. And eight hours ago, there's a picture of him at a uh, fundraiser for his governorship mm-hmm. rally here, uh, with Corey Lewandowski, who is definitely going to jail, but also in the picture, <laughs> uh, is Marcus Epstein, who people might remember, uh, is the white supremacist from V-Dare uh, who uh, beat up a black woman in Washington, D.C. in 2009 and was caught on camera and then had to serve jail time for it. So it's just this uh, trio of real fucking winners. Everything's
1: fine, wow. you guys. Everything is going crazy.
0: And, and that's, that. you know, if uh, doing the little OK symbol is a call-out to white supremacists having Corey Lewandowski and Marcus Epstein in the same photo... Uh, while you're trying to say, like, black people can't vote anymore. Uh, Wow, that's the guy that's running for governor right now, and I I hope that uh, something terrible— That's of Kansas or Missouri? Yes, Kansas. Kansas.
2: Thank God, Kansas. But he's currently serving
0: in in Trump's administration as the head of his— uh, investigation into the voting fraud from the election yes. so he's just everywhere with his thumb in every idiot pie absolutely <laughs> his thumb
1: and forefinger together in the pie <laughs> okay yeah. <God>. Great. <laughs> yeah he's
2: been prosecuting it's a really good joke honey i want to appreciate <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> you yeah he's been prosecuting people for voter fraud like hardcore like white people Oh, well, actually, yes. Why? He's found, like, after being in office for God knows how many years, he has only gotten three people who have um, committed voter fraud on technicalities. Like, common Have they all been people
1: like Brock who maybe, like lived in kansas and then voted absentee from kansas while living in la oh, oh they yeah, were all like oh like i that. voted
0: in the they wrong county oh they yeah. haven't been
1: mexican russian bot terrorists or
2: dead people voting yeah no. right. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: yeah he's the one that has to prove that three million people voted illegally that's his job right all now. for clinton <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i would
2: be happy if three million people voted well, okay, right? they actually did
1: but...
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh.
1: But they don't matter. They don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> also you <laughs> must love uh, Mr.
0: Uh, Sam Brownback.
2: <laughs> oh my god. He endless endless co- jokes and Tell yeah. Tell me
1: I'm from California again. Who is that?
2: Oh, mm-hmm. current governor of Kansas. But he's I live
1: here. Leaving. I should know this.
2: He's what? He's hopefully leaving to go serve in the Trump administration as like, um, no, get this. He's going to be the ambassador for Christian values. It's something (laughs) along those lines. Yes. Yes. To, To
0: Trump, who has never read the Bible. Or the
2: church. I'm like, oh my come God. on. I, I like this. I,
0: I like this thing that we keep hoping the Trump administration takes everyone from Kansas in some sort of rapture, but it sends them back to run you for guys, governorship. There are I'm like,
1: oh. plenty of people to take their places <laughs> that are equally Sadly. garbage.
2: Sad.
0: Uh, Brownback uh, famously ran on this idea that they were going to do what Trump is doing now with the tax break thing, where we're going to. Uh, cut taxes for all the rich people, and then trickle down economics. And it was an experiment. This has happened in Kansas over the last three Finally, or four years.
1: Finally, my time has come. Yes. Thanks. Right. Uh, Thanks to all the tax breaks for rich people. And it,
0: oh. uh, it destroyed the state. <laughs> yeah, Like, it lost a no, billion dollars. You and don't he's adjusted
2: say. <laughs> the revenue, like the tax revenue um, forecast, so that he can be ahead of his budget now.
3: <laughs>
1: adjusted it
2: sub- severely down. So... You know, because people just. Don't I want look. a
1: job where I can just adjust all of my margins. Hey, the
0: traffic on your site mm-hmm. today.
1: Oh, yeah. I was at the top of everything once I can adjust things Absolutely. on uh, Kansas politician <laughs> levels.
2: Oh, God.
1: There has yeah. literally never been a more popular website than the MarySue.com thanks to uh, <laughs> Kansas politician. Yes,
2: my shifting benchmarks.
0: Yeah. Oh, the old mm-hmm. capo edition. <laughs> Ugh. Well, we all made ourselves sad. That's probably <laughs> the end of this. Uh, where do people follow you and stay up to date with what you're doing?
2: Well, I am most active on Facebook. I'm a weird millennial. I'm not on a lot of social media. I barely check Facebook.
1: Good. It's poison. It
2: is. It makes you sad. Is your
1: Facebook public, or should you not even Um,
2: it? It's not. I mean, you can find me, but I am probably not add than, you.
1: <laughs> then what should people if people wanted to type in your name on the social media uh-huh. what should they do instead what website should they look up if mm-hmm. they
2: look up godfreyriddle.com mm-hmm. you can reach out to me there um, I get emails from that so that's how Brock reached out mm-hmm. to me one of the three ways
1: Good. and so. what and what sh- what you were <laughs> with... way to
0: bring up that I really pressured yeah. <laughs> you to show up I was like no we, we decided you' your guest won yeah well, and
1: <laughs> what should they look up uh, instead of wasting their time on social media like what website should they look up to be better people in the world
2: (laughs) ooh better people in the world I really love this book called work on purpose everyone should read it um and it's a fun better people in the world book that you can literally read in like four hours and it has little activities you can do so I love that and then um yeah I just think finding something that you really care about and love in your own community that you can give to endlessly um should be everyone's main goal in life so do that
1: good and (laughs) what uh do we have a URL for 30 under 30 list or anything?
0: I'll look up 30 under 30 KC uh, from the ink. The yes. Ink, right? Yes. Yeah. Ink. There's a whole site there. Yeah. You can see a picture of my sister, who's a yes. real person. And yes. also
1: Godfrey, who is our guest right now.
0: <laughs> my sister but, is also important. She's yes. very
1: pretty and very important. Mm. Does really great things. Godfrey's awesome.
2: <laughs> I like Brooke more. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so we liked him the days.
0: show with uh, giving us uh, some, uh, like, a pop culture recommendation or something did. else. Yeah. Uh, so uh, uh, this week, uh, instead of recommending a TV show or podcast, I'd like to unrecommend. A comic book uh, somebody told me to pick up the Venom storyline from Batman uh, which is a 1991 run where Batman gets addicted to uppers which it started off pretty well uh, where he's just in a cave like I just got to talk I've got a lot of feelings why won't the bats talk to me And I was like okay that reads as true uh, and from there it it's this perfect mix of what 1991 comic books had to be where it was like on page three, a girl drowns for no reason. But on page seven, we meet a bunch of henchmen and their names are all Patsy. Uh, and then uh, at, at one point near the end of the book, uh, they capture Talking Batman. Talking a
1: lot about a thing you don't recommend. Yeah. Just pointing out.
0: Yeah, don't, don't do it. Don't <laughs> yeah. buy it. I, I'm, I'm He's mad.
2: highlighting the horrible parts.
0: <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll leave out the worst parts because we would have to talk about those for much longer. Uh, don't, don't do it. Don't do that one. Uh but also pick up the book Ghostland uh which is a uh walk through a bunch of historical uh sort of the different haunted houses around America where a journalist really digs into them uh and there is a big chapter on the Winchester Mystery House that really digs into how much of that is BS versus the true story of it uh which we went to do a tour of the Winchester Mystery House recently uh, which if you don't know uh, a woman who was the heiress to the Winchester gun fortune, her husband Mm -hmm. died and uh, a a, a medium told her, well, uh, you're haunted because you have the money of these guns that were used to kill so many people. And so all the ghosts are going to haunt you. So the only way to stay alive
1: millions of people in the civil war. Yeah. 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 So the
0: only way to stay alive is to build a house and to just keep building rooms in an effort to trick the just, ghosts. Just nev-
1: you have to move across the country mm-hmm. from the East Coast to California was what the medium said. Right. Sorry, sorry to uh, Winchester explained to you. Uh, but you have to move from the East Coast <gasps> to California and start building a house and never stop. Was what the medium said. Wow. And so the house so has has <laughs> stairs that
0: go to nothing. There's a door that goes doors to a four s- floor drop. Like yeah, oh. also also doors
1: that go to nothing. My favorite was uh, <laughs> you can get from the second floor to the third floor by going down like four steps and then going up seven, and somehow <laughs> that takes you to the next stairs.
0: That's amazing. But, but there's oh,
1: a or stairwell uh, next down to it was probably like down four and up nine because she was obsessed with the level with the number thirteen.
0: Right, mm. but there's a stair. stair well next to it that has a very different number of steps yeah and and it also works to go down three floors. like it's yeah (laughs) it's 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 an insane it's it's the closest thing we have to an american version of a pyramid like this is (laughs) what we built to keep somebody's soul trapped forever also
1: you can't take pictures inside the house on the tour anymore because of the copyrights of the movie coming out soon
0: which what did you think of the trailer
1: Oh, uh, the trailer seems like any other horror thrill jump scare movie, but it has Helen Mirren in amazing hats and capes, and it's <laughs> shot inside yes. the Winchester Mystery House. So yes. I am here for it.
0: Hashtag hats and capes twenty seventeen. Yeah. Put
1: that on my tombstone. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's your very lengthy pop culture recommendation. Yes.
0: Back to you. What do you got?
1: Uh. Well, he unrecommended. Uh a comic book, so I feel like I have to recommend my friend Dahmer, which I've been reading lately. Yay! Which uh it's a short read. It's it's available all in one graphic novel and it's also in a movie that is out now if you don't live in Kansas City. Um, <laughs> if you live on either of the coasts it's out now, but it's uh it's a true story graphic novel told by a guy that went to school with Jeffrey Dahmer and is trying to come to terms with uh how he was kind of sort of peripherally friends with, hmm. with Jeffrey Dahmer in high school. Um, <laughs> so I that's my recommendation because Brock unrecommended a comic book, but my main recommendation is uh alias Grace, which came out like six weeks ago on Netflix, but is We're just getting far behind It's getting this? a lot of attention like this week. It's an awesome true crime true based on a true story thing of uh, like 19th century, 20th century, early 20th century, something. 19th, I think, yeah. Yeah, period piece about, uh, like, true crime, lady, murderous. It's basically uh, the Alice... Video game, what's the name of that video oh, game? Oh, Alice
0: Madness Returns. Alice
1: Madness Returns in True Crime.
0: Sarah Polly, Mary Heron, like, just every feminist uh, director or writer you would want is involved in this. It's awesome.
1: It's been Elizabeth, Mo- no, uh, Anna Paquin is in it. It's it's yes. awesome. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's great Godfrey just did a yes, yes. under his yes. breath uh, that the mic Hasn't been getting it. enough yes. attention So that uh, yeah, We're only two episodes in So uh, definitely everyone should watch it Get ahead of us and then tell us what we're missing out on Godfrey what would you recommend What are you enjoying right now
2: Well I have to go home And unplug a little bit So mm-hmm. I have actually loved Finding Prince Charming On Logo It is the first ever gay reality dating show
1: what yeah what?
2: <laughs> watch it nine episodes of bliss on logo yes logo tv
1: bye and, i have to bye i <laughs> know
2: like good seeing you um Sorry, I we're will- not even gonna <laughs> sign off from the podcast we're just <laughs> going directly into this. that's my nightcap. awesome <laughs> yeah so i love it because obviously it's a barrier that needs to be broken um and i think it was very well curated in displaying that like other humans gay men are just truly searching for their partner in life
1: but i've never seen that on reality tv can it be true <laughs> exactly can <laughs> it, <laughs> can it?
0: <laughs> oh, oh god the two of you can be <laughs> oh this god person.
1: Free. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
2: so you'll have to tune in and see how it ends but i really love throughout um, one character named robbie who is Hilarious! He actually works on QVC, apparently selling goods there. Awesome. So I may have to start watching that just This is Finding Prince Charming? Yes, Finding Prince Charming. Awesome. Well, I
0: just bought it, but it wants to recommend something to me called <laughs> Mr. Gay Canada, wow. which I'm absolutely buy watching. <laughs> buy yeah. it! Buy it all! <laughs> it's the Canadian Locking sequel. Blocking the
1: microphone while I yell, buy it! <laughs>
0: Sorry, Terrence. Terrence is the person editing our episodes. I, there
1: I, is, sure, or maybe he doesn't exist. He's like slowly going <laughs> yeah. deaf. Terrence <laughs> buy it
0: <laughs> well this is all a great visual medium stuff on you yes.
1: kitty just more visual medium stuff our cat is very cute aww <laughs> hey this has been Missouri Loves Company we're all doing very cute visual things <laughs> uh
0: yeah follow the show give us a rating tell your friends about it This is a a real thing. We're trying to do real good stuff.
1: This is our first episode. Uh, We plan to keep going with, um, you know, cool people in the city that we want to talk to and also just exploring what we personally want to be doing here and also probably fighting a lot on the podcast (laughs) and exploring what it is to, I don't know, move across the country, especially in the reverse manifest destiny that people seem to be expecting us to having to... Media Coastal Elite LA Jobs moving to Missouri. So, I don't know. We're just going to be figuring it out. We're just
0: <laughs> all finding our Prince Charming.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. Kill me. Bye. I bought you the show. Bye. <laughs>
0: uh, thank you guys all so much for listening. No, we'll... it's
1: done. No one's listening anymore. Okay, bye. <laughs>